Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, the RV is lucky to be returning to Pennsylvania in the United States to speak with Faust Ruggiero. Faust has been our show before and we are so happy to have him back. He's a psychologist and author, and his second installment of his Fix Yourself Empowerment series is coming out in March, which is called Fix Your Anxiety. So, Faust, super welcome to the RV. Lucia, it is a pleasure to be back with you. Thanks so much for inviting me again. I'm super happy. Faust, first of all, welcome back. I was re-listening to our previous episode earlier, and I can't express how helpful that episode was to me. And it has been over a year since we've spoken, and I'm excited to speak about your new book. But what has been your favorite moment of 2022? You know, 2022 was a hard year for a lot of people. Um But for me, uh, you know, I kept on doing what we were what we were doing and uh, what we saw as, as we were talking before, uh, I kind of turned the corner. Things have gotten very big on our end. But what really, uh, really made us feel good is that people now are responding and they're saying, well, the program, the empowerment program is really making me feel good. Uh, I, I'm starting to use it. They Uh, read the first book. The second book is just going to come out with anxiety as, as the topic, because that's just grabbing so many people. And, and they're saying that it's making a difference. And when you're done what I've done for so long, you know, it's, it's over 40 years and people are saying what you're doing is helping me. It, there's nothing, there's no better feeling in the world. Exactly. In 2019 is when you published the Fix Yourself Handbook. Is that correct? Right. Correct. But you have expanded this to the Fix Yourself Empowerment series. So what does empowerment mean to you? For me, it means teaching people to go inside themselves and, and, and understand who they are and get all those special things that are already in there and learn how to use them. You know, we can become very, very Uh, powerful people. We can become people who are able to address everything that comes in our world, who can, who can create a world that's happy. But we have to learn how to go and get what we already have. We spend too much time focusing on what's outside of ourselves where we have no control. So you know, that part, I want people to understand how powerful they already are. You just have to learn how to do it. Yeah. Empowerment is crucial for individuals to live a fulfilling life and also for society to function effectively. It is. You know, the more powerful we are, the more we independent we are, the, the more we are able to, to be our own force in, in, in the world, the better society is. You're right, because we stop just following the crowd and we don't even know where they're going. You know, that's just you know, so, so crucial. So I just teach people, learn how to think, learn how to 
get your emotions where they need to be. We're, we're taking anxiety out of the picture now is what we're doing. People who are starting to work with the program are saying, okay, this works. What I've done with the books, Lucia, is kept that design, like the Fix Yourself Handbook, short chapters, lots of information in those short chapters. Then every chapter has the steps. Now do these things. So it leaves nothing you know, out there where the person doesn't know what to do with it. It, it tells them what the chapter is all about. For example, uh, uh, how anxiety affects your body. And then it tells you how to deal with your body. So you learn how to, to calm down a bit and prepare your emotions and your mind to deal with this. So everything is done and all the books. There's going to be seven of them. All of them are going to follow that same design. So it's easy for people to follow. And also, your second installment is entitled Fix Your Anxiety, which is coming out in the spring. Yeah, within the next couple of months, it should be ready for people to purchase. Yes. Faust, why did you choose anxiety as your next focus? You know, we, we, we sat down, the team got together, and we had another idea in mind. Uh, and then, you know, we looked at the world and what, what was uh, people are expressing. We looked at all the anxiety, the anger, the way people were attacking each other. Everyone's hurt. Everyone is feeling like they're out of control. Prescription medicine's going way up. We said, look, let's start with anxiety. Let's get people calmed down a bit. Let's get them thinking a little bit more rationally, all those kinds of things. If we can do that, we can move on to all the other things. But anxiety had to come first. I have observed that anxiety is having a significant impact on our society. And currently, there is an increasing number of individuals experiencing feelings of anxiety and depression first. It's, it's a lot. It's, it is a lot. And people are, are, are out of work and marriages are breaking up and we're seeing a lot more substance abuse and suicides are going way up. Um, a lot of aggression, whether it's on the uh, on the highways or or just if people get together, I think um, I, I think I saw that we're up in the United States up to around. We're not even through January yet. I think we had 13 mass shootings so far in this country. You know, so we're looking at these things and we're seeing the anxiety and we're seeing what feeds into it. So I just want people to understand what to avoid, like the press that likes to make us feel real anxious so that we continue to keep watching them, uh, those kinds of things, and how to deal with your body and not do things that put you in a position to be more anxious. So you know, if we can do that, we can get people feeling better, calm down a little bit, then they'll think a little clearer. They'll be happier people. Hopefully. And Faust, worry is a natural human response. What is the difference between worry and anxiety? Well, you know, there's two ways to look at worrying. One is I, I'm out of control. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? What if I do this? That's the one thing. The other way is the, kind of like an intellectual process where you say, well, I know I have to worry. think about this that's coming down the road, but now I can plan for it. Let me think about it, put it in perspective, and then make a little plan to get there the right way. When we, when we are reacting the first way, anxiety is taking over. Our bodies are going very fast and, 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 and we can't calm down. Our emotions are taking over now and they're saying, oh, my God, what if? And then the thoughts are all over the place and we can't put a plan together. We can't see it. 
So, you know, we want to get people to the point that they're understanding that, you know, you stay in the moment, but you think about what has to be done down the road a week now, a week from now, two weeks, whatever it may be. And then you get a plan and then you execute the plan one step at a time and things get better. I do this every day. That's the, I, if I didn't do that, I'd be anxious. <laughs> It's like worry can be helpful in some cases, but anxiety is more an intense and persistent form of worry. Yeah, it, 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 uh, it, and it causes people to worry. It's got a kind of a circular uh, relationship. We worry more, then we get anxiety. And when we get anxiety, we worry more. So I, I try to get people, again, to understand how to calm down and put a plan together. And, and, and the better your plan and the better you are at working with that plan, the less you worry. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Faust. And I was listening to your podcast, the Fix Yourself podcast, and I loved how you said anxiety is not who you are. It is what you have. So what is the benefit of viewing it this way? Well, what happens is people, it's almost like cancer. Some, you know, we always, you always hear cancer patients say, cancer is not who I am. It's what I have. Please stop looking at me like a person who has cancer. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to uh, move forward and be just like you, just like my old self. Anxiety is the same thing. People have tried all these different ways to beat it. They couldn't do it. So now they think that's who it is. That's who I am. I, I can't beat this. No matter what I do, it's always going to be with me. So I might as well just say, forget it. This is who I am. It is not who you are. It's something you have. And since it is, we can beat it. Actually, when I experienced anxiety, I felt compelled to conceal it from others because I feared they would judge me. Because for me, I was the anxiety, not that I was having it. And that's why it's important to remember that having anxiety does not define a person. And it's not a permanent state if you, if you find a treatment. It isn't. And, you know, what you did is what everyone does. They say, well, I'm not going to tell everyone I'm afraid of this or I, I, I feel like I'm, you know, I can't do anything because what's going to happen, then they're going to judge me. So I'll keep it to myself. Well, yeah. the problem is now you have it just you, you're all alone with it. And then you decide you're going to try all these things in your own mind and they don't work. So you think that, okay, here it is. I'm all alone. No one understands me and they're never going to get me. And no matter what I do, this is the way it's going to be until you find that one person you can talk with. And that's what you have to do. Be able to find one person you can trust, whether it's a family member, a friend, or a, or a counselor, psychologist, find one person who you can sit down and talk with. And don't worry about what people say, because most of them, if they don't have anxiety, they're not going to understand you no. anyway. So you find someone who can understand anxiety. That's what you need. And they're out, we're out, we're, we're there. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially after the lockdowns, have experienced some form of anxiety now. So mental health has been a more and more popular topic, which is a good thing. So what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to mental health? Mental health has gotten to the point, Lucia, where people believe that's what they have to focus on. And everything, and they're now we've become so protective of our mental health that we've become weak. 
everything we think everything that's going to happen is going to affect our mental health. And then so we need take pills or we we drink alcohol uh, or we smoke marijuana or we find anything we can do to take the feeling away. And all these things are only treating symptoms. Again, we it's not who we are. We have to stop focusing on how we feel about everything. We become weak. We have to begin to focus on the fact that we're strong enough to beat anything that comes along. We just have to learn how. Mm -hmm. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I've noticed how much anxiety affects your physical well-being, which blurs the line between physical and mental health. So your book discusses that. Yes. Can you tell us more about how your handbook can help with that? So one of the keys to all of this is to understand how anxiety affects the body first. Since, you know, we have thinking minds, we believe that it's something mental is going on. But what's really happening, happening is that it's hitting the body first. So that once the body gets very tight and the body gets to the point where you, know, you want to jump out of your skin, you're having anxiety attacks, it's all physical. So I always tell people, let's learn how to deal with this on a physical level first. Let's learn how to calm your body down, not just with medication and artificial things. Your, your body and, your, and, and the relationship between your body and your brain, that has everything it needs to calm your body down, but you have to be willing to work with it, and it takes a while to learn. We're a quick-fix society. We want it all right away. So yeah. if I feel bad, let me swallow a pill. Let me drink something. Let me smoke something, and let me take it away right away, and, and it will take it away, and then it'll come back in two hours, or it'll come back the next day, and then you keep repeating the process. Anxiety wears on the body, your, your joints hurt, your muscles hurt, you get a headache, uh, it changes the way your stomach feels and your heart works. And so over time, regardless of these little things you're doing, you're going to wear your body out by, with all this anxiety. What do you want to do? You want to learn how to calm your body down first. Then we'll deal with the emotions. Then we'll deal with your brain. Ah, I always thought that it started in my mind. So it starts Because we feel it there. That we think, we think about it. And what we do is once it hits the body, we start looking for reasons why it's there. So now we think about, well, maybe it's that guy at work or, 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 or my spouse, or maybe it's the money thing. We start attaching it to everything and all those things are fixable. What hasn't been fixed is the fact that you have anxiety, that your body is, is so tight and so intense. Once we calm that down, but you know, that, then it works. But in the meantime, we're we begin to search for things and we attach that feeling to things where it doesn't belong. Or if it does, maybe, maybe the fellow at work is a problem, but he's not enough to cause this huge anxiety. It's all physical. I, will, I, I tell people, look for the trigger. So you think about something, uh, someone says something, and then you feel this trigger. It's not emotional. It's, it's physical first. Your, your chest, your, your stomach, your shoulders, your fists, Everything will tighten up. It goes physical first. It doesn't go to your brain first. 
It doesn't go to your emotions. It goes to your body first. That's your trigger. Wow. It always is. And if people can think about it, I say, think about what's happening when it's occurring. When you do, you'll say, it went physical first. I never thought about that because as soon as it went physical, I started thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you, you, you thought about it. It didn't think about it. Then it went physical. It happened. And then it went physical. It triggered everything physical. Then your mind said, oh, my God, here I go. And your emotions say, we're in it again. We're never going to get out of this. And the process continues. Like it's snowball. Mm -hmm. So, Faust, what do you hope readers will take away from your guidebooks? You know what? Um, when I wrote them, I wanted them to kind of simulate a counseling session. I wanted them to understand that life with a plan can work. The first book, which is kind of our flagship book, if you will, that lays the foundation for all the other ones. It, it, it lays it out here. This is what I do in counseling. Here is the problem. You told me this is your problem. I'm going to give you all the information. We're going to get information about you. Now we lay all the information out. Then I'm going to say, okay, based upon what you told me, let's do these things. That's what I want to do in the book. I want to give people a, a plan and also B, to teach them how to formulate plans themselves. So if something comes up, they can say, okay, let me take a step back. Let me think about this, gather the information, and I'll make a plan to fix it. It may take a while. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy, mm -hmm. but it's a whole lot easier to go forward with a plan than it is without one. That's fantastic. Thank you for writing these guides for mm -hmm. us. We need, uh, we all need some directions. And, and you're right, we do. And it's it's nice to have a guide to go through life with. You know, um, human beings are social. You know, we we like other people in our lives, we like to do things with other people. And when we, we get behind a little bit, there's nothing wrong with asking for some help, getting to the right people, and then help, letting them help you put a plan together so that together you can move forward. It's, 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 it, nothing I've done is, is such a huge creation. I've just simply gone back to the basics of life. This is what works. That's why it works. I've kept it consistent with human nature, with biology and physics and our anatomy, the way our brain works. I just kept everything very consistent. So it's nothing that you know you look for and say, oh my God, it's magic. No, it's not. It's 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 common sense. It's going back to what you know grandma and grandpa did. It's, it's I just put it in different terms. That's all. Yeah, in a simple term, actually. Right. First, are you currently working on anything new you'd like to share with us? Because you've been doing so much. It's been a, been a busy year. We are doing a lot of interviews, a lot of, um, you know, newspaper, uh, uh, radio, uh, you know, we've been everywhere, I, I guess you can say. Um, the new book is going to come out within a few months. Uh, as soon as that happens, we're going to be starting the book number three. Um, and, and that'll be out within the next year, we think. Uh, so, uh, you know, and that one's going to be the Fix Your Anger Handbook. So we're going to go from the, the, the first book, which again, that flagship book, which is has all the general information, then to anxiety. Then we're going to go to anger and help people start working with that concept because we're just seeing so much of it. So uh, we're, we're real busy. In the meantime, it's, it's a radio show and it's, you know, we're busy all the time. But you know what? That's the way I like it. As you, that's the way I like things. I like to have a, that purpose and, and be engaged and be passionate about what, what I'm doing. So we're just going to keep on going and see where it takes us.
Wonderful. And in total, will be seven books that you said. Yes. So I hope I can see you more six times. I hope so too. In fact, I'm sure we will. Faust, where can we find you online? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. I, I'm everywhere. Um, and uh, But the primary source would be my website, which is my name, faustregero.com. For anyone who wants to go there, everything about the books and the way we run the empowerment program is there. My interviews are there. All of that stuff, uh, you know, everything they need about me is there. And they can contact me if, if they want to. And I'm real good about getting back to people. The last thing I want to tell you and our listeners is that you be featured in our magazine, The Relatable Voice. So more and more people will be able to read about you, read an article about you, see your book covers, and also to find your contacts there. I appreciate that. And as always, we're going to put this up on all our social media and the website. So we're going to, we're going to return the favor. You're always welcome, Faust. So thank you very much for coming back to the RV. Yes, it's always a pleasure to, to spend time with you, Lucia. Thanks again for inviting me back. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.